Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Dagmar Bryant is a business coach and motivational speaker. Her top tip for networking is to have casual conversations with people outside of the networking meetings and really get to know their story. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Dagmar. Thank you so much for having me on your program. I hope that we can have a great discussion here today. Now, you're based in the UK, but your accent clearly isn't a UK accent. So tell us where you're from. Well, the accent, you're absolutely right, gives me away every time. I am actually an Australian and I have a wonderful English husband and that's how come we've come to live here. And how long have you been in this country? Oh, goodness, just before September, no, it was actually September 2019, just before uh, the big lockdown and all of the associated bits and pieces. What a time to arrive. (laughs) Well, absolutely. Absolutely. We were just starting to, you know, make progress with networking, meeting people, getting our businesses up and running and whammo. Yeah, not what anybody expected. And and, and a difficult time when you've just moved to a new country, when you're just trying to find your feet for then suddenly you're not able to go out and see anybody. Absolutely. It kind of makes it hard to make new friends Mm. because, you know, I, I definitely did networking while we were in lockdown and I did get to meet people before we went into lockdown, but it's never that same kind of feeling, is it, when you get to yeah. meet someone in person? Yeah, yeah. So tell me about your business then. What What is it that you do? All right. So I'm a business coach and motivational speaker. Primarily, I help women who are in corporate who are looking to have their own business. Basically, they're just fed up with the rat race and fed up with working for someone else and it's time for a change so that they can have more time with their kids and more work-life balance so that's my primary audience and in terms of the speaking um, I talk about empowerment mindset and resilience and how important they are in today's post-covid world and did you find that that due to the lockdown and people being um, you know, furloughed from their jobs or being made redundant, did you find that there were more people wanting to take that leap into self-employment? Oh, absolutely. I believe and what I've seen in my experience is that lockdown gave people the opportunity to reassess what really mattered mm. to them. And with that came that reassessment of what was going on with their work, how people work and really what they want out of work. Yeah. And so you said that it's it's mainly women that you help. Are they women from any particular sector, particular background, kind of industry? I, I found that the industry itself is quite broad. Essentially, the women that I've been helping are women who are leaders or executives, pretty, although pretty much anyone who's looking to leave corporate. Yeah. And so how, how do you help them? What is it that you, that you do for them? Well, one of the things that we look at is their mindset in terms of, you know, their confidence, believing in themselves. What is it that they really want to do? Because you know, being women so often, we put our own needs on the back burner. Mm. 
looking after everybody else. So this is about determining what matters to you and what is important to you and what do you want to get out of this life that we're leading. And what kind of results do you see people getting from from working with you? Oh, the definite uh, key word for that one would have to be transformation. I don't know how many times I've worked with a client and they say to me, it's so great to be on the other side. I can't believe how much my my life has changed. That's really good to hear. And that must be really satisfying for you. Oh, it, it is truly satisfying. And it's why I do this work, because when you can see that you've empowered somebody and, and really helped them to feel good about where they're at in life and what they're doing with their life, that's a really satisfying and deeply, um, deeply moving experience. Mm. So when did you first start getting into, into mindset work? What is it that, that, that brought you to this kind of kind of work? Well, goodness, I've had my own business for about 18 years. So uh, having lived in Australia for many of those years, I really did start back there. And I also did hypnotherapy and Reiki and past life regression. So there's a bit of a woo-woo background as well. But a lot of it, sorry, and also obviously coaching, but health counselling as well. Mm. And all of those kind of came together into almost like a snowball effect, realising what's going on with somebody and what they need. And all of that experience led me to see what people are really about and, and what matters to them. And it doesn't seem to matter what country I've worked with people in because I've also lived in the USA and I've had clients from overseas for a very long time. It doesn't seem to matter who or which country we're from. Our ground values in a lot of ways seem to be the same. Like if I give you an example, as mothers, we want to know that our kids are going to be okay. Mm -hmm. We want to know that our family is going to be okay. We want to we want to know that you know our partners, our relationship, that all of that's good. So there's a lot of core values across the board, and when we take that into account, it's a great starting base when you can ask someone the question, "What matters to you?" Mm. Now you mentioned um, that you work with people over. Uh, you, you have worked with people overseas. Do, do you still do that now? Do you still work with people in other countries? Oh, very much so. I still have clients in the USA and in Australia. And that's always interesting because trying to match the time zones. <laughs> so if I'm de dealing with an Australian client, I go, okay, yes, I have to set myself up for the morning so that I can speak to them in their evening. And it's the reverse for the USA. I'm speaking to them in the afternoon when it's their morning. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is the nice thing about the internet, though, isn't it? That we, it has really opened the world up. Oh, very much so. And timeanddate.com is one of my best friends. So as soon as I have a client saying, you know, they want an appointment time, go go and check the time zone and the difference in the time just to see when, you know, there's that availability. I was actually speaking to another podcast guest earlier on, on today um, who's also who, who's in Australia and he, he likes world time buddies. So there I've I've learned two useful places ah. today to find out what, what time it is elsewhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, I did. I haven't heard of World Time Buddy, but yeah, timeanddate.com is the one that I'm familiar with. And 
Oh, it's just so useful. So useful. <laughs> Especially when people change their clocks at not quite the same time of year as well. <laughs> oh, very. That's that's very true. So you said um, earlier in our conversation about about being a motivational speaker. What kind of events do you uh, do you speak at? Well, of late, there's been a lot of work in regards to speaking on podcasts, summits, uh, events like expos and uh, various women's groups. So it's quite diverse in actual fact. And do you do those live or um, not my life in person or do you do it remotely? both it just happens to depend on what platform and what kind of forum they've set up so for example uh, over the weekend I applied for I quite a few I was going to say how many was there I can't quite remember but yeah quite a few different speaking events and some were live and some were in person uh, sorry live virtually and some were in person yeah so let's have a little chat about about networking now that's how do you use networking in in your business to me, networking is very much about getting to know people and getting them to know me. So I would probably go to anything between three to four, sometimes even five networking meetings a month, plus follow up one to ones after those particular meetings. So it's, it's really about getting to know somebody and even seeing, you know, I let me go back. One of the things that I, I believe is very important is even if the person that you're talking to at that particular point in time may not become their your client mm. and you can you can get a sense of that that you're you're probably not going to be helping that person you never know who they know yes who you might be able who might be you might be able to help i did say that the right way <laughs> um but yeah they 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 themselves might have an, their own business go yep no worries i'm all good but their best friend, colleague or someone in their family might be your ideal client and they can be your referral for that. Yeah, absolutely. So have you made some good connections yourself through through networking? Yeah, I think I think I have. It's 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 great when you have that connection with someone and you, you have a conversation and all of a sudden it, it's like the stars kind of align and you, you have a familiarity between the two of you. I mean, I, I felt that way with, you know, talking to you and a few other people of late. It's just been that great connection where you can talk to people on that same level. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I do know that you you have had one, at least one, <laughs> bad experience of networking. Can you tell me the story of what, what happened there? Oh, goodness. It was an in-person networking event and it was earlier this year. And basically, it was a new event that I'd never been to before, been recommended to me by somebody else. And I went along and you know what it's like. You're, you're in a room full of quite a few people. You don't know anybody. You go to introduce yourself to somebody. And I was talking to, well, I was attempting to talk <laughs> to a couple of ladies. And they sort of, oh, yeah, Hello. And then there was nothing. They just kept talking among themselves. It was da 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 And I couldn't get a word in eggwise. And I'm thinking, this is awkward. I don't even know what to do. And I think one of them took a breath and I've just gone, you know what? I'm just gonna go get a cup of coffee. It was just so awkward. I just didn't I just sort of think to myself, well, if you're meeting someone 
surely you would take a breath and, you know, include them at least a little bit in the conversation. Yeah, that wasn't the best networking experience. No, and, and it seems to me that, that, that both those ladies who, who basically ignored you may have missed out on opportunity because you might have had something that they, they both wanted or needed, but they don't know because they wouldn't didn't give you the time to speak. <laughs> no, exactly. And in terms of their products or services, I wouldn't even know what their offerings no. were because I can't refer anyone that I know to them from that as well. No, that's that's right. So uh, so what would your what would your hints and tips be for good networking? <laughs> I would say one of the keys is speaking to people after the event. Mm. So making that connection where it's a little bit more casual, doesn't matter whether it's a virtual coffee or a real coffee, make the opportunity, make the time an opportunity to speak to someone where it's more casual and not so businessy, that's not a word, but <laughs> where it's more relaxed and you can just get to know each other and find some kind of common interest. And the other thing is find out somebody's story. I always find that, you know, if you can connect with someone in, in terms of what is their story, maybe there's some common ground there that you can relate to each other on. And that might be something that will be a point of remembrance for that person. Mm, absolutely. And I think, you know, when you're having those more casual conversations with people, you find out all sorts of interesting things, um, and and you know, and they might have a you know have a need that you then know someone that can help them with, and you wouldn't have known that if you hadn't had that casual conversation. Very true. It's 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 so right when you when you first meet someone, they're not likely to tell you that, for example, as a lady, they have an interest in fixing up cars. Mm. <laughs> that was a bit random, but there you go. <laughs> but it's then when you have that that casual conversation. Oh yeah, actually, do you know what my brother works in a garage and you know fixes up cars as well is there something you know that you want to work out together with them and all of a sudden there's another connection that's made yeah you just never know where networking is going to lead to really do you mm. now there are a couple of other things on on your website actually that I wanted to ask you about a couple of other um, services that you offer uh, the first was, was was guided meditation can you tell us something about that Oh, that's very much for relaxation. So if people want to just have that time out because they're feeling a bit stressed or under pressure, then I do offer a guided meditation service. It's a subscription, so for minimum of three months. And it really helps to just take your mind to a place of clarity and it helps you with finding answers to questions that you might have deep inside of you it just might be for time out it just might be any any number of reasons to reduce your heart to reduce high blood pressure meditation is just wonderful for taking that time for yourself mm. and I think time for yourself is something that busy business owners don't don't do is it don't don't make time for themselves absolutely true yes yeah, there's always more things that you could be doing on your to-do list. <laughs> well, and we're working from home so much. And how big a trap is this? Mm. You see the vacuum cleaner in the corner and you're like, oh, <laughs> I really should be doing that vacuuming. And then you, that becomes an excuse to do something 
something else. Oh, I'm going to do the just, I'm just going to pop around and do the dishes and I'll do something else. And that becomes a distraction from your, from your work as well. There, When we're working from home, there is always something else that we can find to do. Absolutely. And um, the other thing that I spotted on your website was um, a goal setting workshop. Can you tell us more about that? I love goal setting. I'm very <laughs> passionate about goal setting. It's one of the things that I work through with my clients um, in terms of preparing their life for moving forward. And it's about affirmations, goal system, goal setting and belief systems. Mm. Um, the goal setting program that's on the website is actually completely downloadable. It You do it by yourself at home. Mm. That's why it's at that price point. And it it is a way of getting you moving into the things that you really want to be focusing on. Mm. One of the problems that I see with goal setting is that, and New Year's resolutions are a perfect example. People might say at the end of the year, and we're coming up to the end of the year, oh, I want to lose 10 or 20 pounds, or I want to stop smoking, or I want to do this, that, and something else. But their heart's not really into it. Mm. And goal setting is more than just saying, I want to lose weight. There's a bit of a process that needs to be established so that you become successful at achieving that goal. Because how many times have you found that all of a sudden it's three weeks into January and those pounds aren't coming off and you're still smoking and you're doing those same habits. So where that program comes in is about helping you develop new habits as well. Oh, that sounds really useful. And uh, yeah, the end of the year is coming up, isn't it? It's amazing how quickly this year has gone. Scarily quickly, absolutely. So just finally then, Dagmar, if people want to know more about you and your business or your motivational speaking or any of the things that you do, what's the best place for them to find you? Well, please, I'd love you to connect with me. My website is dagmarbryant.com and my favourite social platform is LinkedIn. If you want to see articles and posts that I do, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just check out Dagmar Bryant. Lovely. Well, thank you very much and the best of luck with your business and your networking going forward. Thank you so much, Liz. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.